On today's 631st episode of Into Your Head podcast, why rocket scientists are terrorists, why birds are scum, how the tax system deals with bags of scum, the pronunciation of elocution, what there was before the universe existed, and lots, lots more. You're listening to Into Your Head, hosted by Neil, Ireland's version of the Octomom. Except he's a dude. And has cats. Absolutely fantastic. Once upon a time, there was a... Oh, there was a... There was a... What was there? Let's see. What was there once upon a time? Uh, Well, once upon a time, there was nothing. Absolutely nothing. There was nothing. uh, Nothing but the empty space, which wasn't even anything. Uh, It's hard to wrap your head around it, I know. But once upon a time, there was nothing. Uh, In fact, since there was nothing, uh, there was nowhere for nothing to exist. So there wasn't even nothing. There wasn't... Once upon a time, there wasn't nothing. Uh, which means there was something, and I've thereby proved that there was always something. Uh, philosophy, uh, that's what philosophy is all about. And I've just summed up and cancelled out the need for all philosophic thinking for the rest of this universe's existence uh, with that simple statement. There was once upon a time there was nothing, and therefore uh, there was no nothingness, so there was something. Uh, Q-E-D. Hello. Into your head. A lot to get on with today. Item that need to be attended to, issues that need to be addressed, topics. Oh, topics. We've got lots and lots of topics. We're positively booming to the seams with topics. We've got topics coming out of... Ah, topics coming out of this sandwich bag. Ah, this sandwich bag, which contains about eight foil lids from their spreadable butter containers. I'm going to send them off tomorrow. I'm going to get... In exchange for these uh, lids, I'm going to get... I'm going to get uh, bowls. I'm going to get three bowls. I think I get three of them uh, with various... Ah, basically veg- Vegetable serving bowls. You're supposed to basically the the thing. You're supposed to buy up all these friggin' uh, pots of butter, uh, put them in the freezer, and send off your labels and you glue three pound coins to it or something for postage. And then they say, "Oh, uh, here's your free dishes." And then they say, uh, "Put some vegetables in these dishes and put a huge knob of butter on top of them. It's very important. The knob of our butter. Uh, well, you can take your knob and go and stick it back in your butter dish." and I'll put it in the freezer until I need it. Uh, I'm just there to get free Delph out of you. I remember, I feel really grown up doing this because I remember back when I was a child I remember my parents became obsessed with collecting free ah, free, uh, ah, free basically free dinner sets from the petrol station over a couple of years uh, they got their oh, they got all their dishes free from buying petrol. I'm doing the same now. Uh, it's back. We've come full it's the circle of life now uh, my parents uh, did the same and now I'm collecting my big grown-up serving bowls uh, by buying more butter than I could possibly need between now and Christmas uh, in order to get these lids. I could probably buy the dishes down in the €2 shop. Uh, but no, uh, so something for free. It's the natural. It's natural. When a cat goes out into the wild and it sees a, it sees a bird sitting there uh, not noticing getting it's sitting happily eating a worm, uh, the cat thinks, oh, look, something for free I'm going to eat that uh, just as the bird is thinking oh look a worm something for free uh, I'm going to either eat that uh, or bring it to my oh bring it to my offspring and feed my offspring in the nest with it. that's what we're led to believe we're told 
all we're supposed to believe that birds, uh, when they go and murder these worms, they're doing it for their kids. They're going to bring the, they're going to fly away with the worm in its beak, uh, just like that, uh, just like that commercial airliner did last week with their old retired NASA space shuttle on the back of it. Uh, it goes off with the space shuttle to feed the museum wherever it's going. Uh, oh, supposedly the the bird, uh, the bird puts this worm in its beak, uh, but doesn't chew and brings it home to its frigging uh, offspring. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. I don't believe a word of it. And then we're told, oh, when the cat's doing that, it's just doing it for fun. The cat is a cunt, uh, but the bird isn't. The bird is feeding its offspring. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. Anyway, hello and welcome to the show. Two birds walk into a bar. Uh, one of the birds straight away goes up to the bar counter and says, Hello, uh, can I have two pints of Guinness, please? They're for my offspring. And uh, oh, the man behind the bar says, uh, Are you telling me that you're buying alcohol for children? I always knew birds were cunts. Uh, all this crap about how oh, how they're all great because they carry their food home to their young. Their young what? That's what I say. They're always told. I remember back in school we were told, oh, there's a there's a bird bringing worms home to its young. It's young what though? No one ever asked. They never said that uh, these birds could be fucking paedophiles who have kidnapped young children for all we know. Uh, but no, no, it's all taken for granted. Oh, look at that. David Hattenborough says the bird is taking things home to its young. Full stop. Uh, absolutely fucking ridiculous. There's no such thing as a young. Young is a state of mind and possibly a state of physicality and age as well. It's not a, there's no, there isn't a creature called a young. You can't call your child a young. Oh no, it's like calling a child a child, except I suppose it's not. Uh, anyway, uh, no, you can't have two pints of Guinness for your uh, offspring. And the bird says, uh, excuse me, my offspring are uh, 21 years or older of age. Uh, what's the problem here? And the man says, well, I don't believe that for a start, because I've seen David Hattenborough programs, and I'm also an expert in ornithology, or whatever it's called. It's something beginning with, oh, anyway, the bird experts. I used to live near the, I used to live near the headquarters of the Irish uh, birds observing, uh, Oh, whatever it was, organisation, I remember they used to come round to my school. Anyway, no, uh, I don't believe that they're for uh, your children 21 eight years or over, uh, but in any case, uh, this pub isn't licensed to sell takeaways, especially pints and glasses. Uh, I know Guinness is available in draft style and cans, but we don't sell those for takeaway. It will be in reach of my, oh, in reach of my liqueur licence, as foreigners call foreigners call them liqueur they say there's a liquor shop they say a liquor shop you go into the liquor shop and you say can i can i liquor please and they'll say stop being vulgar you know damn well it's liqueur it's liqueur uh, not liquor uh, not liquor no no absolutely fucking everything has to be turned into some vulgar joke nowadays as i say you see everyone on twitter now they can't go five minutes without making some vulgar pun and say oh uh, there's a vulgar pun 
Kun over there. Uh, not to be confused with a Nolger Nodin. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. And then you look up Nolger in the Urban Dictionary and it'll say something like, uh, oh, it's a type of a cunt of some sort. A bit like a, a bit like one of those birds who supposedly brings birds home to their young, uh, except they're not. I get the idea anyway. I'm getting confused in my own thoughts here. Anyway, no. And the bird says, uh, oh, fair enough, I suppose. I wouldn't expect you to breach the terms of your license. I'm a law-abiding citizen myself, you know. And the man says, uh, there's no birds, uh, uh, there's no laws applying to birds. Of course you're law-abiding. There's no laws that you have to abide by. So, uh, technically, uh, you've never breached a law in your life because it's not possible for a bird to breach a law. Uh, so don't be giving me that crap, even though it's technically true. Uh, that doesn't... Uh, I can't be going around saying you're great because you've never broken the law just because there are no laws that apply to you. Would you go away out with that crap? Uh, that's like saying... That's like saying Saddam Hussein didn't break any laws when he dropped litter because there was a law saying that it wasn't uh, illegal for Saddam Hussein to drop litter. I'd say I might as well say that. <laughs> not that it's very important whether or not. It, in the long term scheme of things, uh, I suppose it could be argued that whether or not Saddam Hussein dropped litter uh, was not important. Uh, but whether or not uh, he lived by that principle of making laws uh, that applied specifically to him. Uh, that's important, I suppose. Uh, it's not, I'm not claiming that the litter thing itself is important. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, it's just, uh, oh, it's just an example. It's an example, a bit like when you say, uh, "Hello, I'd like if you're in a maths class, you wouldn't be because you're a bird. You wouldn't be in a maths class. But if I was in a maths class and I was the teacher and I said, uh, "Now, children, two plus three equals five and the children would say, uh, "I don't understand that. Can you give me an example?" of this concept and you say yes I can uh, if you had oh if you had two penguins and three cats and you put them together then you'd have five creatures and the children would say uh, well how many birds how many uh, cats would you have then uh, you'd have the same number and how many birds would you have then oh you'd have the same number you just have them all together in a group so you'd have five creatures in total and the kids would say oh, well then you haven't changed the number of birds or the number of cats so uh, adding things together appears to make no difference whatsoever is that what you're telling us and that's why and that's why it takes a bit of guts and a bit of spine and a bit of intelligence to be a teacher these days you can't just go along and uh, make crap up about cats and birds and expect them to just take it no no they ask uh, they ask questions now and quite rightly so too and i'm asking you a question i'm asking you why are you coming in here looking for uh, looking to take away points of guinness to your little baby bird you bitch and the bird says I'm not I told you they're over 21 years of age although obviously that's metaphorically speaking they're not really that old they're talking about bird years versus human years and since there's no agreed uh, common uh, thing of how many uh, human years there are in a bird year I made we made a hook myself so I, I've decided to declare that there are 21 years of age in human years and the man says uh, oh they're doing the Saddam Hussein thing now you're saying oh 
I've just decided uh, they're over 21 years of age in human years based on my uh, based on my formula which I've made up and haven't even revealed yet. How you go away out of that crap? You're as bad as Saddam Hussein. Go off, uh, go off back to your nest and go and kill some Kuwaitis or whatever it is you do and pour oil all over your nest and then set your tree on fire. That's probably what you're going to do next. I'm not letting you bring alcohol up there. It'll make the fire worse. You can't have oil and alcohol and fire in the same place. It's a recipe for disaster. And there's one thing I know about, because uh, this is a gastropub, it's recipes, because I do all the cooking here myself. I make, oh, I make beef and tomato pies. Uh, I make, oh, I make fish and chips. I make lasagnas. I get in frozen shepherd's pies. Well, that's, uh, that's understandable. It's not that difficult to make. I'm not going to waste my time uh, wasting my skills on something that simple. Anyway, suffice to say, on with the show. Now, uh, I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking, uh, young, he's young, he's talking about... Oh, he's young. That doesn't sound right. There's something not right about that. Uh, there's something uh, less than right. Uh, less than right. And more wrong than right. Uh, more, uh, oh, more meat than tuna. That was a podcast once. I didn't live, live very long. Uh, what else? It's more, uh, it's more yin than yang. More minus than negative. Uh, but minuses and negatives, as we all know, uh, those of us who paid attention in our schools anyway, we all know that a, a minus and a negative cancel each other out. So if you have a minus, uh, oh, say, let's say you have a plus two and you have a minus eight billion, uh, those two cancel each other out. And you have a minus, uh, well, a minus seven billion, uh, 999,999 million, 999 9 or whatever it is, 998, whatever, whatever it is in this particular example. Get your calculator out if you want to know, uh, oh, if you want accuracy. I don't do accuracy here. This isn't freaking uh, mathematicians today or uh, science. Uh, nothing but the science podcast today. Hello. No, that would be a stupid name for a podcast anyway. Although my wife and I are going to be starting an academic podcast soon. Uh, uh, but it'll be of no interest to the sort of people who listen to this crap, I can tell you. See, you won't hear much about it here. Uh, no, no, you won't hear anything about it. Uh, suffice to say, I uh, just want you to know I do do other crap uh, that's not like this, but is of value to the world. Or I will be soon, anyway. Uh, where was I? Where was I? Uh, oh, yes, I said, I know what you're thinking there. Uh, something. Oh, yes, about the young. The young, that doesn't sound right, that's what you were thinking you'd be largely right about that, except uh, you're not, uh, largely right, uh, there's not an omelette make, I can tell you, you're either fully right, or else you're not right enough to be for it to count that's how science works uh, in science you have to prove things you can't say, oh, that's probably true, no, it's either true or it's not being proved yet or not being proved at all, or not going to be proved, you can't say whether it's going to be proved or not, so you can't even say for certain whether it's uh, not going to be proved uh, so it's either yes or I don't know you're allowed to say I don't know the things you know unless you do know because then you're going to be a liar a damn liar and a hypocrite a scumbag a, sc- a bag of scum that's what it is if you had a bag of scum 
that would be a problem. Is scum hot and muddy or what is it? Because if you have hot stuff in a plastic bag, that's going to melt it. Uh, but if you have it in a sack, a mesh sack of some kind, then is scum like fine mud? Is it going to drip through onto your shoes? I suppose if you're scum, it doesn't really matter what drips onto you because you're already scum. A bag of scum. Uh, now, are you the bag and the scum or are you just the scum inside it? Uh, is the bag or is the bag like your skin? It contains the rest of you and it's part of you. I don't know. That probably doesn't really matter. It's all metaphorical. A metaphorical. Uh, metaphor. An example. No, you don't need an example of a metaphorical thing. Or maybe you do, do you? I don't know. A metaphorical thing would be like, uh, oh, it would be like if I went into, it would be like if I went into a shop and I said, hello. Uh, four coffees, please. Uh, no, thank you. I don't need a bag. Uh, I'm, not a, I'm not a scum. I don't need to be bagged. Although you can bag things other than scum, can't I? I presume you can. Uh, but there's a tax on And quite rightly, too, uh, my country for the last 10 years or so has been cracking down on bags of scum. Uh, when you go into a shop and they offer you a plastic bag, there's a, oh, there's a government tax of 10 or 15 cents on that now. Uh, so there's a lot less plastic bags bags being taken I can tell you uh, although now do scum bags are scum bags more or less inclined to take the bag because if they're less inclined then that would mean that this scum bag tax uh, is penalising non scum bags more than it's uh, uh, penalising uh, scumbags. It probably doesn't matter because, as I say, it's a me- It's not even a metaphor. It's just an example to explain what a metaphor was, in case you didn't know what it was. Anyway, on with the show. There's still more to come on Into Your Head. Hey, Into Your Head listeners. Do you ever shop at Amazon.com or Amazon UK? Get there through Neil's special Amazon links, and Into Your Head gets a generous cut every time. Just buy anything. It's that simple and doesn't cost you anything extra. Just visit IntoYourHead.com slash offers every time you're about to buy anything on Amazon and follow the special Amazon.com or Amazon.co.uk links to start shopping. Your favorite podcast gets a commission and you don't pay a penny extra. Just visit IntoYourHead.com slash offers and click on the Amazon links to begin. The more you spend in any Amazon department, the better. It's just like donating to that show, except you don't part with any money. Visit IntoYourHead.com slash offers to begin. That's IntoYourHead.com slash offers. That reminds me, Dustin, a.k.a. Tippers, uh, the fellow who did that preceding advert for me for free. Uh, he's got a radio show, a music radio show. Uh, he's got fine taste in music for young people. Uh, it's not really for old people like you, uh, but it's for young people. Uh, he knows all about music and he plays a heavy two hours. I think he's moved to Saturdays now. Uh, it's on an internet radio station called scooter forums radio and if you go to intoyourhead.com slash dustin it'll forward it to you to the appropriate place where you can listen live or download it later and tell him i sent you tell him uh, tell him tippers uh neil from into your head sent me here and he said i have to listen to you uh what do you have to say for yourself and he'll say because uh, he's a polite gentleman he'll say i don't have very much to say for myself i think my music speaks for itself 
uh, then he'll introduce some music, some appropriate music from his box of music that he has, his endless bottomless box of music. Uh, oh, it's like something from, it's like something from the Wizard of Oz. Absolutely fucking fantastic. Intoyourhead.com forward slash Dustin. Hello. Into your head. Elocution, that's what they call it. Except the people who need it most, they don't call it that because uh, they haven't yet been trained to pronounce it properly. Hence the need uh, to ring up and say, Hello, do you do elocution lessons? And the woman at the other end of the phone, or the man, or wherever it happens to be, will say, uh, Indeed, I do, yes, uh, but you seem to be able to pronounce elocution very well, so if I may say so myself, uh, you probably have no need for my services and you'll say ah well, wait a minute is that the only word you teach because uh, uh, if you're going on the basis that once someone's able to pronounce the word elocution then they don't need elocution lessons and uh, that seems a bit narrow there's more words there's other words besides uh freaking elocution you know there's uh, anti-disestablishmentarianism there's there uh there's cluedo uh there's uh, oh there's coca-cola and then you'll be interrupted straight away and she'll say that's a brand name brand names don't count we don't need to be able to uh, pronounce brand names we're not slaves to uh, corporate culture uh, just because someone makes up a, a thing with a swoosh that doesn't mean we have to be able to draw the swoosh uh, no no don't give me that crap uh, those don't count uh, brand names are not part of our language uh, no more than uh, no more than the planet Mars is part of the Atlantic Ocean it isn't is it I don't think so although now that you mentioned this. Uh, the moon does control the tides, uh, so it does have quite some influence over the Atlantic and other oceans, uh, so I suppose I've uh, kind of argued against myself there, although I'm fine with that, I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind. Uh, one, a wise man once said, uh, wise is he who changes his mind about something, uh, given, uh, well, given the uh, arrival of new evidence or new information, or words to that effect, he said it uh, more poetically than that I wish I knew who it was. I uh, probably have uh, probably be more uh, more valuable if I was able to say who he was, uh, what he was talking about, and what his qualifications were. Because uh, people do this all the time. They'll say, "Oh, Einstein once said uh, cats are very nice." Uh, but then you look it up. You look up Einstein, and you see he wasn't an authority on cats at all. He had very little knowledge of cats, and therefore whatever he said about cats, uh, no matter how many times you'll put her on the picture of him with his hair and paste it into Facebook uh, it's not going to have any resonance except uh, people are stupid enough enough to think it does they'll say oh Einstein thought cats were good and Einstein was a deeply clever man he invented ah, oh, he invented electricity or the light bulb or one of those things or the telephone or television or ah one of those ah, one of those things that we take for granted now uh, we also take for granted ironically uh, the idea that Einstein Einstein was an authority on everything under the sun. Uh, no, no, he wasn't. He wasn't. He was a deeply, a deeply accomplished man who knew a lot about some things, but he didn't know everything about everything. So have a bit of, uh, be a bit more selective than that. You don't take out your uh, bowl of pepper when you're having a sandwich and just empty the whole bowl over the sandwich. 
and then add half a pound of salt without first t- tasting it. You do not, unless you're deeply confident in the taste of the sandwich because you've made it yourself or you've had the same one before and it's off a conveyor belt so you know how much salt and pepper it needs. Uh, no, no, you do not, and nor should you do any the same with Einstein. Don't be pouring Einstein over your sandwich without first doing your research. Oh, wait a minute, it's going into you. It seems it's, it looks like it's going into your head. I think it. I think it's going into your head. Oh, it's it's definitely going into your head. An island on a lake, on 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 an island. Uh, still just a lake, or still just an island, whichever one I started with. I can't remember. Uh, I'm getting bad at this. Uh, well, good. I'm getting good at this. Uh, forgetting how I started a sentence thing. It's fine, though. It's not a problem. That's uh, that's what we do around here. We start sentences without knowing how they're going to finish. So we might as well finish sentences without knowing how they started now. It's the, uh, it's the logical next step. It's the logical next step. Uh, just as the logical next step for us humans is to not grow hands anymore. We don't need them. No use for them. We've got Siri for eye telephone. We can just go up to oh, we can go up to our eye telephone and say, hello, Siri. I don't have any hands anymore because I've evolved because of you. Uh, so, I uh, hope you're happy to cram some food down my gullet for me now. Uh, will you cram some food down my gullet for me, Siri? And Siri will say, uh, I have no Oh, I have no smart halic response to that, and obviously I don't have a proper response either. Uh, so I'll just say, do you want me to Google that? And you'll say, yes, uh, Siri, Google that. And then straight away, you look at your screen and you'll say, see a search results for the word that. that. Let's look up that now. Let's do a Google for that. Uh, for no, uh, no good reason. Uh, that search because uh, so if we can't search for these words if whenever we feel the need uh, these words in which we put so much trust and confidence we use them in almost every sentence throughout our day uh, we should be able to look them up but uh, there straight away the first result here has nothing to do with the word that uh, I did a search for that and I came up with oh although now this isn't Babylon this isn't Google rather this is Babylon something that some virus or something put in as my search engine uh, for off out of that Babylon uh, hold on a minute uh, Google, let's go to Google uh, Google dot Google Google bollocks Google dot IE let's have a look at this now and then we'll search for that on Google that, ah, there we go, that's better. The first entry for that is Wikipedia, Wikipedia now if someone wanted to if some terrorist wanted to mess with us now, all they'd have to do was go in and edit this article and straight away uh, all our basic words like that and that and those will lose all logical meaning and so we'll mess with Wikipedia. That's a flaw. I'm going to report that. I'm going to get on to Microsoft or whoever's responsible and say that Wikipedia, that's a uh, that's a hole in the system. That's a, that's a security opening. Someone could come in there now and mess with Let's see, from Wikipedia. Uh, For the Hindustani musical model system, see that, brackets music. 
The function word that is used in the English language. Oh, English language. There's a link to that. Let's look that. English language. This article is about the language. For other uses, see English brackets disambiguation. Let's have a look at that now. Uh, English disambiguation. English may refer to something of, from, or related to England, especially the English language, the English people, uh, places, English Indiana, uh, English coast, Antarctica, other English surname, people with the family name English, uh, English programming language, English film, an upcoming film. Let's have a look at that. Uh, English. Uh, brackets Malayam is an upcoming Malay Malayalam uh, drama film written by Yajalayan uh, Venagabupakal, directed by Shaimas Prasad, starring Jasuri, Jasuriya Remya Nambisan, uh, Niven Paul. This doesn't sound like English to me at all. Would you go way out of that? The internet is a pile of crap, as far as I'm concerned. You might be might as well be all putting up uh, comics with cats talking crap to each other. Speaking of which, if you go to intoyourhead.com and click on comics in the menu, you'll find brand new episodes of Matchstick Cats. Absolutely fucking fantastic. The latest one contains extreme violence and references to Pope Benedict. See intoyourhead.com. Hello. How to spell elocution. E-L-O-C-U-T-I-O-N. How to pronounce the spelling of elocution. E-L-O-C-U-T-I-O-N. Which is exactly the same. Which just goes to show that speech and writing are both pointless. You don't need both. One or the other will do. Or combine the two, I suppose. Have, uh, spe- out loud. Write, I don't know. Writing out loud. Dictation. Uh, speech to dictate. Dictate to speech. You can talk into a freaking computer now like i'm doing now uh, except the words will come up on the screen you'll type you'll say hello uh please type the word elocution and straight away the screen will say hello please type the word elocution uh so uh being uh being an obliging and obedient uh horde uh in a in a dictatorship he'll straight away type in the word elocution uh as you were commanded and the computer will get confused then because it'll hear the sound of the keys uh, and it'll think I don't recognize that word <laughs> this sounds like clicking of a keys uh, so the computer will say uh, I don't understand and you say uh, I was just typing that was just the sound of me typing I wasn't dict- I wasn't dictating there and straight away uh, up on the screen will come I was just typing I was just typing or whatever I just said and you'll get stuck in a vicious circle uh, oh it'll be like the uh, the egg and the turtles, not the egg and the turtles, the egg and the uh, which came first, the chicken and the egg. It was perfectly simple. Uh, the egg came first. It was laid by a creature that was one tiny evolutionary genetic step away from becoming a chicken. Uh, it's perfectly simple. It's not complicated. It's not rocket science. It's genetic uh, genetic biology. Uh, which now, no offense to genetic biologists, I'm sure you work just as hard as rocket scientists. Uh, to, in fact, now that I think about her, all rocket scientists do is uh, put her bomb under a vehicle. Their 
they're basically rocket scientists or car bombers. They get they get a vehicle and they put some dynamite under it. They enough dynamite to make it go straight up into space until it gets into orbit. That's all. Rocket scientists are car bombers. That's what they are. Uh, that'd be a lesson to us all when we're deciding what to do after school. And they say, oh, you're very intelligent. Have you thought of becoming a rocket scientist? Uh, they'd be very careful then because that could be someone from Al-Qaeda trying to coax you and groom you into becoming a frigging terrorist. Anyway. If you would like to comment on any of the issues raised in today's programme, email us at studio at intoyourhead.com. Remember, we value the opinions of you, the humble and ignorant listener. Sit, Annie. Sit. Good cat. Intoyourhead.com.